0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love at First Psych, a Psych First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am your host, Jay Christie, joined as always by Andre Brera. Andre's got a fresh haircut, straight out, fresh off a trip to Palmdale. How you doing? Palm? Oh, yeah.
1: I'm good, man. Yeah. (laughs) How did I remember where
0: you went last week and you
1: didn't? (laughs) I'm doing a little bit of the little mullet kind of thing going on. So, Yeah. Doing, I'm getting my inner Paul skull out. Let's just say that.
0: I mean, you know, I feel like you have, I think, a face that can do a lot of haircuts. Like you, like I have a bad head for haircuts because my head is so fucking big. You know, what I mean, like there's really only so much I can do. Um, but you, I, I feel like you have a lot of options.
1: You know, I'm lucky where I look good in glasses. I look good in hats. Mm-hmm. I have like, I can I can pull off multiple haircuts. But um, yeah, the last um, the last thing I have to try to do is to. Uh, I'm gonna at some point, I'm gonna bleach my hair, so we'll see how that looks. I think i I think if you keep your facial hair dark, I think it'll work. Yeah, I'm gonna look like a like a like a bad guy from any you know movie. Yeah, you, you look seen. like a guy
0: in like a multiracial gang from a 90s movie who that instead of like fighting, they dance.
1: <laughs> yeah, this might be like some point break kind of shit.
0: Yeah, I I've mean, i seen point break, I haven't seen it. So I've seen the uh, remake, I never saw the original. The original's great, and you knew cameos in it. You're a doppelganger. Anthony Kiedis.
1: Oh, is he? Um, yeah, is what's it. it called in it? Is um Sotomayor in it?
0: No, Ted Levine is not in uh, Point Break.
1: What did we watch recently that had Ted? Levine He's in, in
0: the it? Fast and the Furious, which I know yes. you just watched. What?
1: Yes, Ted, Fast and the Furious. Yes, yeah. yeah random
0: yeah i uh yeah see i this is what you get when you have a friend who goes on letterboxd regularly i can tell you what you recently watched
1: (laughs) by the way that was the first time i ever watched it
0: it's i have mixed feelings on it because i like the later ones a lot but the first one is it is what it is it's just point break but with cars is what it is
1: yeah exactly
0: you can't really say yes because you haven't seen the original point break which is just like a straight up great movie i Um, I
1: understand the conceit (sighs) yeah behind it Uh,
0: anyway excuse me we're not here to talk about Point Break. Um. But uh, if anyone ever wants to talk about Point Break, I'm always available. I am an FBI agent. That's my Keanu in Point J- Break.
1: Johnny Utah is still, like, top three names ever.
0: It is just a great name. You know, he he was all conference at Ohio State. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, we're talking about Romeo and Juliet and Juliet. Season 5 premiere of Psych. Um, you know, it's a... Uh, it picks not doesn't pick right up where season 4 ended but it's not it, it is a continuation of a couple of plot lines um but we don't start off there we start off in 1990 see so we went up a year cuz Liam James is getting older um, yep. and uh we learned that Gus apparently knows karate cuz they're about to get fought by some kids
1: mhm yeah but um actually that's really um unfortunate because he doesn't know karate he knows wushu um, mm-hmm. which i'm sure could still beat the shit out of me mm. um but it's clearly leading to them about to get fucking rocked in some way mm-hmm. and we don't get to see that but if i were to guess yeah. gus got some knuckle sandwiches that day
0: yeah and so then we cut to the present and we learned that sean and gus hired an assistant named ken and sean wanted a girl um you know which is definitely that that's that, that's definitely discrimination uh that's definitely like the first thing you're not allowed to do uh when hiring um And so the guy named Ken, who's this uh, Asian man, I don't think they specifically specify whether or not he's Chinese, but it comes up later on. I'm not just saying that. You ever hear, like, actually? I don't know if this is, this might just be a white old people thing. But, like, you ever be around old people who will, like, even if it's not important, will just say the race of everyone in a story? (laughs) Well, I'll do you one better or one worse, depending Mm -hmm. on how
1: you see it. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, not depending on how you see it, but the way you say it. Depending if we're being ironic is really what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, for better or worse. Whenever like in in Hispanic culture, when you would refer Mm. to someone that was Asian, you would always call them Chino, no matter Mm. what, and obviously. That's not the case. There's plenty of people no. that are Asian that are not of, uh, you know, the nationality. I have a question. Right no,
0: cuz you you were at University of Arizona in Tucson. Cuz there's this sure. place that I first saw on Triple D, Down Drivers and Dives that I see <laughs> that I've seen like all the things on the internet about a place called Chino Bandito, which is a Tex-Mex Chinese place that I've always wanted to go to, but I think it's in the Phoenix area. Um, okay,
1: I anyway. there was not one in Tucson, but no, I don't think, it.
0: think it's a chain or anything. But it's just like a, a place that's like you know, like those you know those restaurants that are on like every food show. It's one of those yeah. places because it's like famous for have you know doing big orders of Chinese and Tex Mex. You can get like you know orange chicken Sounds and a amazing. burrito, which I mean, yeah, amazing. I know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, um, there, there's
1: okay. So a few things, like just real quick. Yeah. There's a place here. You know, Panda Express. Of course. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's a their uh, upscale chain. Their sit down restaurants are called um, Panda Inn. Which die. Is like oh, yeah, the yeah I've seen one of them. Right. So on top of that, they have like, this location in Pasadena called Panda – I think it's Panda Inn Kitchen Innovations. Mm-hmm. They have, like – they test out shit there. Their test kitchen? And,
0: you can eat at their test kitchen? That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you go there, they have, like – um, they have, like – you can get, like, a burrito with, like mm. – uh, chow mein, fried rice, yeah. orange chicken—like you can get a burrito of that. Like that's the thing you can do.
0: I mean, the thing—I'm always in favor of fusion cuisine. I understand intellectually why like people don't want you know random white people combining all this stuff, but I don't. know. When it comes by naturally, it's like, I mean, I think about how important tomato sauce is to Italian food, and tomatoes aren't natural to Italy, so it's like you know, right? Um, but also, I will say, but, second, yeah.
1: second thing, second thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this place when I used to go to Pasadena City College for a mm-hmm. minute um, called Luigi Ortega's which mm-hmm. was a mix of Italian and Mexican mm-hmm. food. And that shit was
0: mm-hmm. gas. I love, I love weird places. Like there, there's, there's a place near my parents, which is a, like, there's a lot of like golf bars that are, like for, you know, golf theme. Cause it, my parents live much old people and a place called mm-hmm. the sand trap, which just seems like a, per, a normal bar with like bar food, except like the owner's wife is like Thai from Thai, like from Thailand. And so there's like a corner of the menu. That's like Thai specialties at this, like, Dingy, like regular old folk, and so we went there once, and I got like fucking crispy duck at like this place with like a bunch of golf memorabilia on the walls, and like that's fucking that's America. I love shit like that. You know what I mean? Do you listen to all
1: fantasy everything?
0: I occasionally. I mean, I've listened to probably about half the episodes.
1: Okay, so Ian Carmel always refers to this place or uh called the Roost. It's yeah, a bar, like yeah, 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 yeah where in where at at Water the Village, arc. yeah. Yeah, that's where, like, I grew up my whole Mm -hmm. life. Um, Mm -hmm. So from, like, age 5 through 28, I was basically there the whole time, um, minus going to Arizona. Um, And so, yeah, it's random because it was, like, a fucking dive bar, and then it got bought by, like, a Thai couple, and all of
0: a sudden you can buy fucking Thai food at a dive bar. Yeah, well, I love shit like that. But in case anyone's wondering, the, the Chinese chain that I'm a fan of, because... We, we went there a lot when I was growing up, P.F. Chang's, because it has... I uh, love P.F. Chang's. It was one of the first chain restaurants to have a ton of gluten-free stuff for my mom, and now for me. And they can basically do anything, on the, almost anything on the menu gluten-free. So I love going there. I actually went there when I was down in Florida. We uh, were running late. Like, we, we kind of were a little late, finishing up something, and most of the restaurants were closed, because it's Florida, and they closed at, like, 9. And it was, like, nine ten. It's, like, going P.F. Chang's, get some lettuce wraps, you know, some mm. spicy chicken. Some Dan I mean, Dan noodles. I mean... Can't yeah. do better. Anyway, so they fire Ken because business is slower than expected, basically because, as we learned last season, uh, Henry is hired as a liaison with consultants, and we apparently learned that he is not hiring Sean. He's not, you know, hiring him on.
1: Yeah, he hasn't hired him for, like, the last five jobs, something mm-hmm. like that. And Henry suggests that he's there to, like, basically, you know – tamper this down in some way you know streamline it a little bit like do we really need a psychic on this case and he has you know uh suggested that like for the last five cases it's not the case but also more than anything he wants to like you know apparently sean has burned a lot of bridges in his career yes we're
0: skipping ahead here but this is a conversation that happens later
1: oh sorry um yeah 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 Um, we didn't get
0: to the kidnapping yet
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah no i thought that's i didn't realize that it was brought up before then
0: no, 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 it's not. No, well, because we see the kidnapping. Remember, then the conversation happens after the kidnapping. We see someone in Chinatown. There's a guy named Mr. Chang, and he's got his wife and his daughter. And then a guy in, like, a hoodie jumps over some buildings and kidnaps her. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so then we meet – Sean meets Mr. Chang. He introduces himself as Sean and Spencer. And this is my partner, uh, Jonathan Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Um, These to share the name, but when we, we'll go out, everyone will watch out. Um, right. Kind of a, that's too much of a walk. It's Okay.
1: Yeah, it's not the best one. I mean, no. yeah, it's, okay. it's not Lavender we're, booms. We're over halfway through, right? Yeah. Minus the movie. I would say that
0: there's a couple, there's a couple iconic ones still coming. Um, but I would say like, Guy, I would say like, Gee Buttersnaps might be the most famous. Like, i like the psych Reddit, I would say that's the most referenced one. Gee Buttersnaps, a hey, the heater, um, Lavender Booms also.
1: Yeah, Lavender Goons.
0: And then but there's one that is also I would say is in the Pantheon that I know for fat. I'm probably forgetting some, but there's one. If you ask me like in my top five, there's one that's definitely in the top five that's in like season six. So it's not like they slow down, you know. Um anyway. Yeah. So the case called Sean. Um it didn't tweet him, which is how you know this episode's like 2010 or 11, because just referencing Twitter is supposed to be the joke.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's super interesting now it's really weird now watching like an older show referring to twitter it's very interesting
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, but anyway this is where we have the conversation we were referring to where henry doesn't want to bring him on because he burned a lot of bridges etc etc and yeah. um, we learn sean brings up that when he was a kid he buried his easter egg henry buried his easter eggs five feet underground
1: <laughs> yeah not only that, but also, like, I'm sorry, we missed something previous to this, where, oh, like, right. Sean and Gus go to the station, and they notice that
0: yeah. Juliet's still not back at work. Right, yeah, Juliet's not there.
1: Yeah, like, her her desk is very clean, and mm-hmm. that's when we first see Lassiter kind of, like, brushing up against Henry about, like, space, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, Juliet's still not back at work.
0: Yeah. And so... As a police uh, officer. Yes. And so... um, the we learned the like the eggs thing by, by the, the way teenager. sorry
1: by the way i love ovaltine jenkins that's a good ovaltine
0: one. jenkins is another great one yeah also yeah, yeah. i mean i also I, maybe just personal free, but but dequan smallpox randolph the pox may be small is another one i like um, i like any of the ones that gus gets in on is is, is what i always like um anyway uh so they're not going to get a hired on the case um but they decide to do an end around and they ask McNabb for the location of the apartment that uh, Becky Chang lives in. Mm -hmm. And so they go there.
1: Yeah, they go there and um, everything appears to be very neat, very tidy. Mm -hmm. Um, She's got a lot of expensive clothing that has not been worn yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they take a look around because it doesn't seem at first that there's anything to be found there, but Sean investigates a desk he sees like a little bit of a hidden compartment and mm-hmm. kind of pulls it out and sees a. I think there's like some jewelry in there, but also there is a counterfeit. Well, we'll find We find what we find out later is a counterfeit, uh, like Hong Kong dollar coin or something.
0: Yeah, fifty cent piece from Hong Kong, but they bring it to jewels to get some mm-hmm. help on it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's clear that Sean's also trying to coax her out of her leave. You know, he says you're here hiding here in this giant post office, and it, it's city hall, Sean. Um, right. But what's notable is that there's no ransom note. And um, but this Becky Chang, you know, she's stands to inherit twenty five million dollars. They say she's groomed for an ambassadorship, which I have no idea what that could possibly mean because she's Chinese, and so there's no way that a nineteen year old. Woman with no political experience would be groomed to be the ambassador either from China to the United States or vice versa. That's a really important job.
1: Who also has ties to uh, the triad?
0: Gang. Yeah, <laughs> like there's only one ambassador to China. Like fucking, like that's a job the former Groomers have. have. Like former. Yeah. Let me see, actually look. Let me see who the current ambassador to China is right now. Uh, since it's not a 19 year old, R. Nicholas Burns. What was his job uh, before? Um, is that the guy
1: who wrote um is that the guy who wrote um
0: contagion uh no that's scott z burns yeah um he was in it he was a former ambassador to nato <laughs>
1: like that yeah, yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: i so that was that's such a like a writer shit when i was like what the come on anyway but we learned that like you said it's a counterfeit coin from hong kong
1: correct and so that yeah, like you said, uh yeah, Julia confirms that that's the case, uh that it's a counter – she's the one that confirms it's a counterfeit. Yeah, she's the one who says it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then um, you know, they're Sean and Gus are walking out the building and that's when they run into Lassie, who's got like a whole fucking like I don't know, a whole grip of uh mm-hmm. files. Yeah and he's there because he says he's just gonna like um I guess just be at City Hall for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To meet with the oh, mayor. Yeah,
0: and yeah. he oh, says, yeah. believe what you want to believe. And Sean says, don't tell Gus that. He'll start saying that Michael Jackson isn't dead. He learned how to fake his death with Lisa Marie. Elvis died two years ago. He was a cashier at a shoe store. Which, right. That's just it's a great like,
1: bit. I, <laughs> this is like this is like Tupac uh, still being alive in Cuba.
0: Yeah. Now, do you remember when Michael Jackson died and there was the whole conspiracy about him? And there was that one video of like a person getting out of a... Uh, ambulance at a hospital and people said that was Michael Jackson or was did that just was I too deep I no, never actually I believed no it idea. but I remember I saw there's a video like it was an unrelated person who if you looked at it clearly wasn't Michael Jackson but like the same day someone was taken to the hospital in an ambulance and they got out of it alive it's like that's Michael Jackson he faked his death um I know no, uh, I can
1: honestly say I can honestly say I never heard of this
0: yeah and uh I mean hey Lisa only Marino heard
1: about them still being alive is Tupac and I think it's just
0: Tupac. Elvis, Elvis was the big one. Elvis is like. I've yeah,
1: never heard about him still being alive. Honestly,
0: I mean, I don't know if I ever heard anyone actually say it, but that's the original conspiracy. Like that, that predates Tupac. Um, Mine was but... always that he died on the fucking can. I mean, he did die in the can. Is that true? I think. I mean, let me actually look at it. He definitely died super constipated. Elvis died on the toilet. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Yes. He apparently died in the bathroom. It's it's unclear if he literally was on the toilet, but he was. He he was in the bathroom.
1: Have you ever had one of his sandwiches?
0: No, I've I'm aware of what it is, but I've never had one.
1: What's it called again? It's like a silver dollar or and, something.
0: An old. I think it's like um. Shit. What's it called? It's the whole. It's the whole crux of the plot of the 2013 romantic comedy What If, which is the only reason I know it. Um, is it? Yes. Uh, it is called, no, it's not called the Elvis sandwich. It's called the,
1: um, it's like golden gold. Something, and gold. Something. Yeah. The gold no. something, right?
0: Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, go, uh, no, this is not giving me the right name. It's, it's cause it's definitely not called the Elvis sandwich. So like an old gold or something like that.
1: Yeah. Rolled gold.
0: Yeah. It's rolled gold. Uh, the gold loaf, I guess is what it, this says. No way. Um, anyway, it's something matter. else. It yeah. is, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's the one with peanut butter, banana jam, and bacon. Correct. No. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, so uh, we re- the, we're talking about how um, this guy clearly was experienced. He left the wall. He avoided cameras, um, and uh, yeah, and the, the, but what what. Becomes clear when Jules and all of them are there is that they're trying to lure Jules out of her dungeon. Um, Sean points out the ever so slight darkening, ever so slight darkening of her hair, um, but she's not. She's not interested in having this conversation.
1: No, and poor girl, like she kind of wants them to get the hell out of there. Um, you know, she's on a temporary reassignment because mm-hmm. she's clearly still traumatized from the events of Mister yes. Yang.
0: Mister Yang, nope, Mister Yang, Mister Yang. The, th- the, th- yeah. th- the thing about it is that it's one of those things where, like, obviously you want her to move on as the character, but if you actually take a step back, it's like, if if what happened to her happened to you or I, that would be the worst thing to happen to us in our entire lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that would be the worst thing that ever happened to us. And obviously it's TV and these are, you know, police officers, they have bats that happen all the time, but, like, if I was hung from a clock and almost fell over because a mad serial killer tried to kill me, that would probably... Take me a little bit to get over. Um, Is Mister
1: Yin a serial killer?
0: Yeah, because Please. you. I mean, you have to. Be, well, I mean, you have to assume that he was involved in the previous Yang murders. Because remember, Yang murdered a bunch of people over the years.
1: Yeah, I guess so. They just seem like so like comedic. It's just hard to take them serious.
0: That's true, but yeah, but oh, the real murders. I mean, one Yin uh, Yang does kill people because Yang kills. No, Yang doesn't kill the waitress. I guess Yang doesn't kill anyone. In oh no, but Yin kills Mary. Who's Mary? Oh yeah, correct. Who's Mary? And I'm Mary five seasons into a psych pod with this guy. Um, Sorry, I'm thinking about a woman, and I remember that. No, but his name is Mary. His father's name is Mary. His father's name is Mary, and his father's name was Craig. Um. Oh. Anyway, so Sean and Gu- so that um. Sean says to Lassie, you know, they're on the same page. They need to get matching jumpsuits or T-shirts. And Sean will be Thing 1 and uh, Lassie will be Thing 2. Did ever tell you about the gag gift that uh, my friend Michael Springthorpe once got me and my twin brother where he got us for our, because we're obviously twins, for our birthday. And we're in different states. And he told us to open on our birthday. He got, uh, I opened mine up and it was a shirt that said Thing 2 on it. And Michael, my twin brother, opened his gift up and it was also Thing (laughs) 2. Oh, God. That's a good gift. It's a, a good joke. <laughs> Does he know your brother? Yeah. He knows my brother before me. He he, I know him because he went to college with both my brothers. I only know him through them.
1: No shit. Yeah. Huh.
0: I basically am, like, I kind of was adopted after college. When, when everyone moved up to New York and I was like, because like I said, my two brothers were in like a lot of the same, they were in the same like sketch improv group in college. And so they had a lot of the same friends. And so then when you knew two thirds of us, it was, I just, you know, would slide in there. But Who's yeah, close with him it. now? To Springtar? probably. It's really close because Michael and him lived together for two years, so like they were really close for a while. So probably then still, yeah. Oh, I see.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah, exactly. I mean, I but
0: I definitely I'll, I probably text him the most just because we both uh, are deranged about certain movie things. So like sometimes I'll just be like in the middle of the night, just be like, "Hey man, just uh just watch you know the the live action remake of Aladdin. Aladdin and that movie's dog shit. I don't know why I did that. You know things like that." i saw that yeah i don't know why i did that it, uh, it's really hard for me to watch a movie and afterwards be like i wish i just watched tiktoks on my phone like that's the lowest threshold and it was below that so that's why you know it's bad um anyway so the triads are involved we learned that it's about the triads the dragon triad the golden triads now i don't do you know if the triads really exist because i feel like they're the thing that's always talked about in fiction but I, i've never you never see on the news like oh the triads are at it again
1: that's how good they are at their job.
0: I remember, did I ever tell you what I used to do in college or in my freshman year back when the, I think you're a little old for this, but did you ever use the app Yik Yak? It sounds familiar. It was basically an app where like based on a location, usually around colleges, you could just say things anonymously. And what I would do is I would make stuff up. I would either respond to stuff with made up shit or just make put shit out there. A lot of times I would, like, have conversations with myself because it was all anonymous. And one thing I would do a lot is whenever anyone would ask an open question of, like, what's going – Like, for example, when I was at MW, he was like, hey, what's going on at the Kimmel Center? I one time said, I don't know. Looks like gang violence, dot, dot, dot. Probably the triads. <laughs> 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 that, that was, that was my go-to's.
1: No, but- well, I mean, there's a whole Chinatown in New York.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I lived in Chinatown for a year. How was that? It was in a dorm in Chinatown, but it was. Hey, and you had dorms okay. in
1: Chinatown?
0: I know you had dorms all over, yeah, because it's, real estate in the city is so expensive. Most of the the freshman year dorms are all around the campus, but a lot of the other dorms are far away. Um, now, what it was not worth paying dorm fees for that, and I, we only we got like last pick because we were sophomores, and sophomores got the worst pick of the litter, and that's why I lived off campus my last two years. But um, did you have your own bathroom? Uh, no, I shared a bathroom with a roommate. Um, not with the roommate, not with the floor. No, no, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a suite. Oh, yeah, I, 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 would not have. Uh, after my freshman year, I was never going to live in one of those again with a shared bathroom because also most of the dorms you didn't have to. It was only really the freshman dorms you had to do that.
1: But yeah, it was fun. I mean, the, I, I, the ch- do, I had yeah. to do that freshman
0: year. Yeah, so did I. Yeah,
1: and um, everyone would jerk off in there. It was fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, thankfully mine was only. I only shared it with like six people because it was you know uh, it was a type of floor that was weird um but anyway um yeah, the dorms in new york are strange because there's some in some ways they're a lot like regular dorms but also like everything in new york it's just you know a lot of them are former buildings that were not dorms like mine the build my freshman year dorm was like the top four floors were all different layouts with less people on them because they were former like penthouse apartments so yeah you know, you know anyway mm-hmm. not like penthouse but not like but like they were like it was a different layout I really can't explain it anyway um so the different triads. And so they go to Ken to get some more information on the triads. Um, and uh, the Hong Kong coins. And they want it just because he's Asian. Which is racist. They debate if it's racist. It is racist.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they ask him if they know a place where the golden triads hang out. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Which he doesn't know a place. Which is Pub 340. Mm-hmm. Which is where they head to next. Mm-hmm. And this is when Gus puts his foot down. He's mm-hmm. like... If you're going to come up with like a stupid name or a cover story or some sort of fake ID for me, you need to run it by me three days in advance. Mm -hmm. And Sean obviously, you know, goes against it at first, but actually acquiesced to it when they get inside the bar. Mm -hmm. He introduces Gus as just Gus, I guess. Yeah. And as a pharmacist who also dabbles in, uh, you know, he moonlights Mm -hmm. in uh, psychic investigations.
0: Mm Yes. Yes. And so um, the bartender's basically like, you guys are going to get yourself killed. Um, and luckily for them, a guy sneaks off, and so they start following him. Um, and uh, I do like the thing that's mentioned, that Gus mentions that Sean asked Ken for a loan, <laughs> which is, is funny to me. Um, and I so they see, some, they see some people with some real heavy biscuits, you know, uh, doing some clear crime. Basically, if you see people loading shipments... And they have guns on them. A crime is being committed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So, yeah.
1: Gus suggests letting Lassiter in on this because they're mm -hmm. not approved to go on this. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, (laughs) That's funny. Can you hear me chewing on popcorn? Of course I can, yeah. I mean, not that much. A little bit, not enough where I I'm. I'll cut out some of it, but yeah, I. You know, I don't want to yuck your yum because it is six thirty, so you might be hungry. I. I never want to be a dick, but yeah, I definitely can. I. Okay. Yeah.
1: Let me get a couple more bites in and I'm done. Because
0: yeah, literally, I was like, "How does Jake not complain about you fucking munching on
1: popcorn right now?"
0: <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not that bad, but it's also like I don't know. I'm just not a very you know. It's, it's fine. Confrontational? Um, no, uh, yeah, I'm not confrontational. And I, it's not just I'm not confrontational. It's it just I it, I actually just I I just don't get that bothered by things because I used to get bothered by everything. I was a kid who was bothered by everything. And then I eventually when I became an adult, I'm like, oh, I should stop being bothered by everything. Um, <laughs> Anyway, but they get a biscuit towel to their head and they get taken down to the boss. And Sean says that should he bring up how much he loves Yao Ming? um just really just really the base he just really just the the top line stuff about asian people he probably knows nothing about china um but they go to meet the leader of the golden triad and who is it
1: uh leader of the golden triad is a man named han tan No, nope,
0: nope 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 like the leader of the dragon triad oh sorry
1: um it's mr, mr. cheng mr cheng yeah, mr. Cheng. yeah. Yeah, the guy who we followed in the first part when they went to the mm-hmm. Chinatown Festival. And his daughter, Becky, is the one who got kidnapped, mm-hmm. essentially.
0: Exactly. And so he is clearly, he's more than just a businessman. Um, and he apparently was the one who gave the He's a businessman. Exactly. Um, and Sean realizes that they're loading up and that he sees a photo of a dragon. And it's pretty clear to Sean that... Uh, they're they know where she well, they think they know where she is, and they're gonna try to find her herself themselves, mm-hmm. correct?
1: The other gang, the other triads, they have her, mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> you know they go back to Ken yet again, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yeah, and he's of course very offended. And like, I don't know whether to give them props for like acknowledging that this is like borderline racist or just actually racist or just like. You know, if you ask a question that that's good enough, whatever. Um, that's not our case to to mm-hmm. uh, to argue. Um, and so Ken makes the case that he's done more work for them since he's been fired. Um, mm-hmm. which you know, pay the man at least. Yeah, and ask him you know. if he's ever seen like this dragon logo that Sean noticed on their like schematics plans, whatever they're doing. And obviously, as we all know, dragons are very common in um, you know, Asian. Uh, depictions, illustrations all that kind of thing and you know they so he can't really help them with that but he does mention that he's seen them he's seen that logo at a martial arts like uh, studio
0: yes you can only say dojo for something that's Japanese, right I think that that's true yes um, yeah. there probably is a word for uh, a wushu place but I'm not sure um, yeah so know. they bring like it to it. jewels and it has orange chicken sauce on it because they got hungry and went to Panda Express um, you know I get it thoughts on Panda express Before? i i only had it once and it, i was only stuck. once yeah because it's it wasn't it wasn't that big in florida um yeah uh the thing is honestly because if i would if we were to get chinese food as like a family growing up we would just get chinese food you know we would yeah like a whole
1: food. like like a la carte like yeah i mean i, I love taste.
0: chinese food that you know that is something that's another that's another low-key thing i miss because of eating gluten-free that like Unfortunately, you just can't trust a regular Chinese place to not cross contaminate. Just, you know, I and I, I don't blame them for that. Um, so, can you like beef and
1: broccoli and shit?
0: I mean, I could, but they use all the same. Like, I just can't trust it because also a lot soy sauce oftentimes has gluten in it, and so most things would have mm-hmm. some sort of soy base mm-hmm. in it. And like yeah. I said, because they share everything, like, and they just make things in big batches, I just can't trust that it's going to be. And I'm not going to ask them to do that. Now there is a place on the Upper East Side on. I want to say Third Avenue and 62nd Street called Lily and Lu, that does gluten free Americanized Chinese food, which is great. And they have a great lunch combo that I take advantage Lili of. Anytime and I'm Lou? Lili and Lu? L I L I and L O O. They have a lot of different stuff, but they do basically Americanized Chinese food gluten free, which is fun because I, I like a good g- General So's and you really can't get that gluten free. Anyway. Um, Super clutch. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, they and it happens so- to be, Yes, it happens to be, not to dox him, very close to uh, the aforementioned Michael Springthorpe. So if I'm ever at his place, I'm like, hey, do you mind if we get Chinese food? <laughs> um, but I'm not doxing him. I just said it's pretty close. I um, see. He's uh, off of Central Park. <laughs> no, he's actually not. He's not. Uh, it's the wrong direction. Um, anyway, so the, they go to this martial arts studio, and Sean claims that he's there for the class that starts at five minutes. But the problem is that class is for five to eight year olds. And then Gus, he just he just goes on a roll. And tell me a little about what Gus does.
1: Yeah, he lawyers up. You know, he claims to be Sean's on retainer lawyer to look out for discrimination of any kind. Mm -hmm. And so he, you know, there's a lot of jokes about not expecting uh, a black lawyer, and you know what kind of like. Water fountain? Can he sip out of? I mean, I
0: just love the. Can I use your phone? You only let white people use that. And I, the 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 kicker of, um, well, where he says, I sued three hundred establishments last year. I sued a hot dog cart and won everything but the wheels and the buns, (laughs) and then the which I'm parched. Which one of these am I allowed to use? And he says that one, which is just, bravo, Burton Guster, you did good. It kind of comes out of nowhere, but I like it.
1: I mean, it's funny because, like, we have all these conversations about racism, and then it's like, like, you know, it's kind of both sides of the coin. But understandable. It's a comedy show. It's not a fucking,
0: yeah. Yes. And so then uh, Sean's doing some karate. I'm sorry, wushu.
1: Yeah, Sean's doing some wushu, and he seems to have something awoken in him, you know? Mm -hmm. He seems to think that he has what it takes and he gets a little bit resentful of Henry holding him back as a younger child. And so, you know, we kind of see a glimpse of him like, you know, first he gets like knocked in the face real quick. And then he seems to get in the in the groove of things. Mm-hmm. And so we cut to outside of the Wushu studio mm-hmm. and he's meeting up with Gus and he's just waxing poetic about his whole experience. And that's when Gus asks him, like, did you learn anything about the case? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he learned something, but he's not too interested in that. He's more interested yeah. in like, you know. Yeah. What's going on? And what he learned about it is that essentially the dragon, Drag- yes, yes, the dragon yes. triads, location or HQ is the space above the Wushu studio. But luckily, um, the master, I don't know what you call him, um, Master In Wu, sense- he's not affiliated with that yeah. chicanery. No, so he's not. Thank god. Him out of that.
0: Thank god. Yeah. shouts to Master Wu. Um, no. so anyway, Chief Vic comes down to visit uh, Jules and brings a bunch of. shit. And you know, she's kinda of, she says to, you need to know when the healing ends and the delaying begins. You know, a nice little message. She's being a little passive aggressive, but in a helpful way. Um, and so Sean and Gus are staking out the martial arts but studio. She, but she
1: no, but she also brings like a stack of cases. Yeah, so I mean, like- yeah
0: she's she's that's right, she's being passive aggressive, being like i like, reevaluate these stoplights is like her you know. Yeah. Um, and so Sean and Gus are at uh, they're staking out the studio and they see someone Jump from. They see the, the kidnapper jump down from the roof into a bill uh, into a window. Um, and so Sean and Gus try to get in, but Sean ends up falling through the window. But they see the kidnapper and what's like he jumps up through the window. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. They see what he's up to. Um, and he's uh,
1: emptying out a safe, mm-hmm. and um, he empties it of cash. And mm-hmm. I, it appears. What well, we find out later, he's stealing a jacket too. Yes. Yeah. I didn't see it.
0: Yeah, I didn't see it either. But I mean, the reason is because he's trying to conceal his identity. But um, correct. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, they they do that and they catch him in the act and they try to confront him, but he obviously gives them the fucking hands, mm-hmm. knocks him out real quick. Not not for good, but uh, mm-hmm. enough to like you know stagger them, and uh, you know they see him come across like the other members of the mm-hmm. dragon mm-hmm. Uh, triad, yep. three members and he or four members. Um, and all he three. 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 Okay, two regular, like, you know, grunts, goons. and then, yeah, goons, and then who we find out later is Tenno. Um, and he takes those two, out, two those two goons out pretty
0: quickly. Um, but watched, How up- do you feel about the fact that we can't, that goon now is a different meeting? Oh,
1: I mean, that's that's something, that's for y'all. Like, that's not really for me. Like, <laughs> not, not, this it. is where I will separate myself from the younger generation. It's not, about I, it's not like I use it, but it. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't know about it until like a month ago, two months I ago. Mean,
0: I mean, I honestly think it might even be younger than me because it's not something I really knew about until I saw people. You okay, know, so
1: correct me if I'm wrong. Gooning is just like edging yourself. No, it's just it's
0: jerking like, off generally, but it just takes it. Uh, but a goon sesh usually is like where you edge yourself for many, many hours, then jack
1: off. Yeah, like surrounded by like multiple screens of like porn and like crazy. shit. I mean, like that. that
0: if it, it's it's more general than that, but when people refer to like having a goon cave, that's what they mean. lord yeah now i just want to make it clear i don't know this from experience i really don't it's just because i'm deranged and whenever i find something crazy i can't stop trying to learn more about it um but yeah Uh, i this this show is not pro goon sesh um yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm a gooner because I like Arsenal, but um, I'm yes. not a gooner in that. Honestly,
0: case. anytime I see someone say gooner now, I laugh a little bit.
1: <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? It's fucked up. This world <laughs> yeah. is so messed up. Uh,
0: anyway, so <laughs> yeah, they, and there, there's, a, there's then a two way chase where Sang, you know, the kidnapper, is running. They're chasing him, and then Tenno is chasing them. They get away from Tenno by hiding. Uh, Sean first thinks he can jump over a fence, which is funny. And then they end up following Sang, Sean follows Sang into an apartment. And what does he see in there? He sees Sang and Becky smooching.
1: Um, locking and and, lips. You know, yeah, locking lips, you know. And he, you know, approaches them and they say, they just come out straight up and tell him, you know, this is a very uh, obvious case of Romeo and Juliet. They're both star-crossed lovers from different mm-hmm. families who will never see eye to eye. So they need to hide. Um, apparently, their love was discovered by somebody, which we know who that is. I mean, we suspect who it is. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what they want to do. Like, uh, Sang is the second in line. He's he's slated to be the next person in line after his father, even mm. though he has an older brother. And we mm. find out later his older brother is a little bit of a hothead, yeah. so that's why he's getting yeah. bypassed. A,
0: a Sonic Orlean type, you'd say.
1: Is Michael younger than Sonny? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yes. okay. I've only seen it once. So, uh, yeah.
0: uh, but I was gonna say that. Um, but there's a bigger complication with the relationship. They're not just in love. Dot. Dot. Dot.
1: Yeah, she's uh, she got Chinese bun in the oven.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and if I if I've had Chinese buns before, I mean, good. That's great news.
1: It's very tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's that situation where you know you can't really disclose to the family that you got. A member of the other clan's um, progeny uh, knocked up. Mm -hmm. So they don't want, you know, Sang doesn't want to take over for his father. He wants Mm -hmm. to take her away and just start their lives on their own. Mm -hmm. Thus, him stealing the cash um, and kind of like uh, faking this kidnapping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so. But unfortunately for them, this kidnapping becomes real once our boy uh, Tenno finds this out.
0: Yeah, because Sean's trying to convince Vic to do nothing, but then as he's doing that, a photo comes in showing Becky tied up, and uh, so it's a real kidnapping now, and so Sean is takes- It's hilarious
1: them... that it's like, uh, you know, a Chinese girl named Becky, when, like, Becky's, like, the most, like, one of the, what, vernacular you use for, like, calling white women?
0: Yes, I, I, yes. The thing always is that, you know, there's always, like, a thing where people sometimes adopt, like, I wonder if, I, I assume Becky Correct. is probably, like, the name she adopted correct um, yeah yeah uh one of my favorite phenomenons is whenever this is not just asian immigrants wherever immigrants don't really know the connotation of certain names there's a lot of times where like immigrant families will name their kids like an old lady name you know because they yeah, don't like, know like always, oh this name's out of style like there's i I've, I've seen a lot of like i feel like there's a lot more like uh immigrant karens now because you know you wouldn't white people know that that's not a name that we use anymore really
1: um, would you change your name? Like, okay, if you had a choice of another name, would you have another name?
0: Please? Maybe. Like, if I could go back in time, I would say kind of because I feel like Jake is the name of like a kid who is like poorly behaved and always has Gatorade around his lips. You know, and like that's not my vibe. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, I could see that. You like Jake is post. just
0: Jake is like not. I feel like Jake because my legal name is Jake, it's not Jacob. so uh, a legal name That's Jake, crazy to me by the way legal name Jake, I feel like is not it does it does not compute with someone who like went to art school you know what I mean it like that just doesn't feel right uh, like Jake plays is on the is if he goes to college at all, he's on the lacrosse scholarship, you know so I yeah, I don't know what I would change it to, but it definitely I don't feel like it fits me like a glove personally.
1: I know what I would change my name to.
0: What would you change your name to? Not very Mario, simple. I'll tell you that much.
1: It's very simple. But it's Andrew. Andrew? Yeah. yeah. I grew up Catholic. Saint Andrew's like one of the bigger saints you have growing up. And yeah. my dad he through his accent would he he couldn't call me Andre, he'd call me Andrew. Mm-hmm. So I kind of always have that name. And I always like the name Andrew. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Not, 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 don't call not, me not Andres. Not Andres.
1: No, it's never Andres. No, never. I would like Andres too.
0: I don't like Andre. I like Andres. Yeah. Like Andres, I'll say better. it doesn't really okay. work so much with, because it, it is a bit weird that it's Andre Barrera, because like you would think it will be, if you're going to not do Andrew, Andres. you would do the Spanish version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which anyway.
1: my wife is right now raising her hands and she likes Andre for whatever reason. I mean,
0: it's it's not a bad name. It's, you know, Andre, yeah, it's Andy fine. B, Big Dre, you know. Um, I like I like Mario.
1: I like it now. I hated it when I was a kid, but I actually I mean like
0: I it I think it unfortunately you're just born born at the wrong time. You know, like it just kind of was. There's no good. Was I was no born good. in the 80s, like so every exactly. joke
1: was like, "Where's Luigi? Uh, where's Yoshi? Yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah. kill me." Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, anyway, um, honestly, that's why I'm glad I wasn't born 15 years later. Because as an adult, the amount of times I get Jake from State Farm, I would not be want to be a kid. <laughs> I get it all the time. Especially no, Andre. When I worked, kackies. when my job do you work do you work khakis. No, listen. When I when my job was like when I worked in a credit department, calling people, I would have to call people and say, "This is Jake." Or when they call, they'd be like, "This is Jake." Right, with <laughs> what? And I would say about once a day, someone would say, "Oh, Jake from State Farm," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, yeah." Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't great. Um, at this moment, Andre's explaining to his wife what I just said. <laughs>
1: Yeah, hold on. Do you know Jake from State Farm? No. The commercials? I think I do. No, you see the black guy now. You don't see the white guy previously. Okay, I don't think I know
0: Jake from State Farm.
1: Okay, because now he gets those jokes about that. Like, he used to like, be at a call center. He'd be like, sorry, I'm going to mute real quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's explaining that bit I just said, but I'm going to say that that's what he's doing because I don't feel like cutting this part out because that takes extra work. Uh, but yeah, it was a little annoying. Um, but... You know, the thing I would always say is I eventually learned to get used to it because when you work in when your job is ostensibly to collect bills that are unpaid, there's always a chance that that conversation can go sideways. And if that if the person who I'm on the phone with started the conversation by making a Jake from Stay From joke, odds are they weren't going to be mean to me later. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of learned to like it, even though it was annoying. That's actually like, true. Okay, yeah, this true. is a good call. This is, this person is not that mad at me because if they were that mad at me, they wouldn't make. Jacob's safe from joke. Anyway, we gotta hurry up because we're really yeah. lollygagging. So, okay. Gus apparently friended Kenny Baker on Facebook. Um, played R2-D2. Uh, and Sean apparently got Which Elvira. Which is a pretty
1: nice fucking
0: yeah. friend request. Yeah, yeah. he's now he's actually no longer with us. The rest in peace, Kenny. Um, but uh, basically, what happens is they go to the apartment and she's not there anymore. Um, she actually got kidnapped. And uh, when Sean talks to um, Henry... You know, Henry reveals that everyone knows that Mr. Chang is the head of the Golden Triads. But Sean says it's Romeo and Juliet. It's West Side Story, the Jets and the Dolphins. You know what they say about being a Jet, right? When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. And you're a loser also. That, I mean, that is true. It really... What a bunch of fucking losers. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that so... Ram Game uh,
1: killed me. By, but it's what? What? The Rams game killed me, even though I'm I'm happy for Detroit. I am.
0: Oh, I was referring to the Jets as in what film, West, the musical West Side Story, but, you know, the Jets are losers too. Um, Wait, are the Jets the white guys? Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, I thought so.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, you know, Henry thinks that Sean got played, that he got set up, that they weren't actually in love, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But mm-hmm. Sean doesn't believe that, so he goes to Jules.
1: Yeah, he's a romantic at um, heart, let's just mm-hmm. say. And so, yeah, she tells him that he's wrong. Um, and she's also, that's when we find out that she's following the case as well. Well, f- she well first
0: her- he says, he says Romeo and Juliet, DiCaprio and Danes, which I like the idea that he thinks that Bosleman's was the first version. Um, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the more iconic one, if you ask me.
0: Personally. I mean, more iconic than what? Than the, the written word?
1: <laughs> uh, more than Titanic, period.
0: Oh, well, Titanic For me, Leo is,
1: and Claire Danes are like.
0: Claire Danes is not. Oh, is yeah. Is more than Leo and Winslet. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I just mostly like John Wazambo saying Shakespeare with a gun in his hand. But you know.
1: Yeah, like clear guns. What a movie! What a picture! That's fucking
0: cool. I just respect that so much. To be like, I'm gonna put it in a modern setting, but I'm gonna change none of the words. I'm like, hell yeah! That's how you do
1: it. I. That's a fucking banger of a movie. Anyway, it, it really is. It is. It is. Uh, it is. So yeah. Um, you know, Sean goes to... Sorry. Um,
0: They're at Jules, place. and yeah. you know, um, this is where we learn about the two sons.
1: Correct. Yes. And so, you know, they. she brings up the photos of both of the sons, and uh, he's met both of them, and that's where we learn about Sang being number two, with Tenno being the enforcer type, mm-hmm. the hot-headed type, the one who's going to, like, fuck everything up for everybody, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that's why... He um, would be a
0: bad leader outside of wartime.
1: Correct. Yeah, during peacetime. He would be a very bad peacetime president. He'd be a very good wartime president. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he's too dangerous. So Sean thinks he knows what's up now, which I'll just say it right now. Mm -hmm. Tenno found out about this relationship, Yeah, and he's going to put the kibosh on this whole situation in order to ascend in, you know. uh, Well, specifically, he's going to make it
0: seem like Sang kidnapped her in order. It's a false flag operation is what it is. Um, Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, these are all crisis okay. actors. Um, Pizzagate. Exactly. Uh, it was really strange that they met, they had to meet in a place that did both ping pong and pizza. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, that, that That's what Pizzagate was about, a place called Comet Pizza and Ping pong. Jeez. I, I really didn't know there was ping pong there. I need to get off the internet. The fact that I have these deep cut references about Pizzagate is really a problem. <laughs> um. Yes. Anyway, so then they meet up with John Podesta. No. Um, so the uh, they meet up with uh, ha- ha- Han Tan, even though he calls him Han Tan the whole time. And uh, he doesn't know if he, whether it's Mr. Han or Mr. Tan because the back of Yao Ming's jersey says Yao. And then he has a list off a bunch of Chinese things he likes, like General Tso's Chicken, Chinese Checkers, David Bowie's China Girl. Um, Chinese Checkers is fun. Yeah, it is. All those things are great. I mean, Chinese food in general is great. Um, well, I think I'm... I think about the, the place I miss the most, the actual restaurant I miss the most, gluten-wise, is... I think I've probably mentioned it on the show before, but I repeat myself all the time. It's a chain that exists in New York. There's like 15 restaurants in New York City called Xi'an's Famous Foods. It's X I apostrophe A-N, Famous Foods. And it's Western Chinese food. And it's like super spicy, thick noodles with like on-the-bone Ooh. chicken. Ooh. It is... I miss it so deeply. Um, oh. I would go to like, like, I, I would go to like once a week um, for a birthday. Once my brother got me a t-shirt and their spice mix as a gift. Um, if you ever go to New York, I could not recommend it. Highly. There's like, there's a bunch of locations. Um, basically if you are anywhere in Manhattan, you're near one. Um, but uh, yeah. And get the concubine chicken noodles spicy. That's my recommendation.
1: Concubine.
0: That's what it's called. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Okay. Uh Yeah. Right. I mean,
0: I, I'm just saying, John's Famous Food, I, it's concubine chicken. I think that's what it's called. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm,
1: a, I'm looking I don't at it right now. I don't see anything yeah.
0: called that. Maybe it got, maybe it was changed the name because I've, I haven't been there in many years. <laughs> um, But yeah, anyway, it got changed. probably a good idea. But uh, yeah, because I'm seeing articles from 2021 that were the last time they mentioned it. But anyway, there's going to be a spicy chicken thigh and noodle dish. You get that. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't, because yeah. he thinks that Han Tan can't speak English. So he has some charades. Um, turns out, of course, they bring in Ken, who can't speak Chinese. But it turns out, this is a trope I really hate: is Asian man is quiet, and people think he doesn't speak English, and then he reveals at the last second he speaks English. That happens all the time, and I hate it every time.
1: It's not just the Asian man; it's any true. fucking version. That's of this. It. It's stupid. It's just like okay. If someone's talking to you for like a minute and a half, like you don't say
0: one fucking word in between them for what dramatic pause? Stop it! Yeah. Enough. Yeah. yeah, get it um, out. Anyway, so they tell him basically Tano's trying to rip this part, and Han points out correctly like we can't, I can't do anything about it because they'll treat that as an act of war. But you who can do something about it is Sean and Burton Guster,
1: correct? So yeah, you know um, that's when he tells them okay. Well, that's when he tells the dad that. You know, the girl's pregnant and all that stuff. So, obviously, things are very serious. And so, you know, Sean calls Juliet on the way to wherever they're going next and tells her to get involved. And, you know, at this point, it seems a little bit selfish. It's, like, you know, obviously, she's not, like, in the police force for a reason. And I felt, like, a little bit, like, kind of shitty about it, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Um, and, but whatever, like, Sean and Gus go to the place above the martial arts studio and they find Sang and Becky both tied up back to back And, you know, of course, Tenno shows up Mm -hmm. and he's about to bring the fucking pain on them. And, you know, Sean breaks down the whole situation and we've already discussed it. Yeah. Right. There's no need to like rehash it, right?
0: No, of course not. Yeah.
1: So Tenno's ready to go. And, you know, luckily, at least we get a soundtrack to Sean getting fucked up. We get Mm -hmm. Dope Nose by Weezer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so By the some I just want to want to say
0: I just checked. It looks like the chicken is no longer on the menu at John's Famous Foods, which is fine. Anything with the spicy soup like the pork's going to be fine, the lamb is good, the oxtail is good if that's still on the menu. Just want to say that. I've looked it up. Have you been to Joe Shanghai? No, I have not. What is Joe Shanghai? It's really good. Uh I'll I doubt I could have it. Then again, it's else. yeah, I
1: mean it's I don't know. It was a place that we went to I'm Detroit? sure it's good.
0: I mean, it's in New York. We went? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's on yeah, it's it's on um in Chinatown. Yeah, it's on it's in the Bowery. Yeah. One. So yeah, there's the you know, the soundtrack beat him up and you know, I really can't recap action because that's, you know, not uh yeah, it's you a visual art. Yeah. Uh Gus is trying to wake up saying this all time and Sean eventually grabs a fake sword and uh Tenno puts his hands up, but it's not cuz the sword, it's cuz Jules is there with a gun holding him up. Mm-hmm. She brings a biscuit and mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, um, that's kind of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, Henry and the police get to the area and Henry, you know, gives the reasoning why he didn't let Sean get into martial arts when he was younger. It's because he had no control of his body. He was afraid he was just going to like karate chop the shit out of anybody and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And, you know, he just asked Sean for a heads up before he's going to do things Mm -hmm. because now they got to do things by the book. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not just like Higgly Piggly you know, I have a hunch. I put my hand up to my head and like, we're going to go off. We go. No, mm. he needs a little bit of like, you know, advanced notice so they can like, you know, uh, approve this, uh, line of investigation. Let's just say.
0: Exactly. And so, um, they, then he goes over to Jules. They think they might hug. And then Lassie interrupts with their, his taxes. Um, and so, yeah, you know, it's a nice wrap-up. Uh, and they decide they're not going to go to Panda Express, not going to get pick-up sticks, but they're going to do a P.F. Chang's instead. And then we get some bloopers, which I think it was just because I guess they had time. Um, anyway. That was concerned. Uh, yeah. What uh, do you give this episode of 10? I gave it an 8 out of 10. I give it a 7.5. It's fine.
1: I liked it just, like, it looked a lot better. They had, like, actual music on the show. again. That is true um and you know i like i'm a i'm a sucker for like any martial arts involved kind Mm -hmm. of stuff like i don't watch a ton of like i haven't seen any classic like kung fu karate movies or like you know martial art movies i haven't that's a blind spot for me um same same with westerns Mm
0: um
1: i think anything that's like too like geometric no geographically like uh you know uh What's the word I'm looking for? Geographically, like, driven. It's a little harder for me. Yeah. So I've seen a few like Jackie Chan movies, like Mm -hmm. Rumble in the Bronx. Like those, that shit is fucking fun to me. Yeah. But um, yeah. So like, I kind of like the nods to that in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also like that we see a little bit of like, you know, character from Jules, like kind of having like Mm -hmm. a little bit of PTSD kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, like obviously, I'm not gonna like fully uh dive into that. It's a very mm. like comedic leaning show, so mm. she's only going to have a certain amount of episodes to get out of this funk.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought it was just a fine episode. I, you know, no complaints. But what I won't complain about either is you tell me what people can find you on the internet. <laughs> Damn, this guy just fucking gave it one sentence. Um, I don't. So I. It's. I don't it's have. Fine. It's. It's a, it, an average episode for me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, but like, still, like, there's like stuff going on. Oh,
0: I, I guess the issue is I also don't want to repeat what you just said. I mean the stuff okay, you fine. said is what's good about it yeah, and I, I also have a big blind spot with kung fu movies so I don't have a lot to say gotcha
1: well you can find me at Andre Barrera and you can find Twitter.
0: me at Jay Lee. please rate if you subscribe share the show with the biggest psych fan in your life and tune in next time as we talk about feet don't kill me now